Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to The Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. We don't know this, but this is the third time Sue and I've had to do that as we're having... Technical difficulties, but hopefully they're fixed now. Guys, we record this on QuickTime, and I basically put it together in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> like it is, the, <laughs> it is the jankiest website editing that you ever done heard. Uh, but we're here, and we're excited. We're recapping Roni season four, episode four, with the weird ass title of Ramona D, which we don't know what that means. Is like, it like Sandra D from Greece? Who knows? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah, uh, what what is that title? I don't know. I'd have to I mean Google we can talk maybe while we talk it out, we'll figure it out. But I I really I was like at the end of the whole episode I was like, I just don't was there an A, B, and C Ramona that we missed? I I don't know. I don't think so. I mean I feel like we try to pay attention to those details, but Right. I have no idea. So we Maybe it'll come to us throughout the episode. Who, Hopefully. Who knows? But it, it starts out with uh, our fave gal of season four, Cindy, and uh, Sonia. Cindy comes in with a huge problem, and th- this is a trend with Cindy. Cindy comes in dramatic. That's what I'm learning. Yes, yes. And it's like she, that's what makes it feel almost inauthentic. It's like the second the other person is there, she jumps right into something like it feels very pre-planned of this is what I'm going to make sure to talk about and I'm going to do it the second someone is there for me to talk about it with them which it may very well be I mean we know these shows are produced but it's like Cindy just doesn't understand how to do the show yes or at least attempt to make it seem natural Mm -hmm. so her whole thing is that the day before was Ramona's event they had some martinis at the event Cindy didn't really eat anything and was kind of drunk when she got home and she was eating pistachios, which I thought we were about to have an almond mom moment because I was like, your drug food is pistachios. 
But anyway, she chipped her tooth. Yeah. But it didn't seem like that. I thought she was going to be like, and then I ate pistachios as if it was like a bad thing that she ate this, but that's not where the conversation went. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, so then she like pulls out her veneers for it to show. By the way, before we go on, two things that I thought of there with the pistachio thing. One, you know the term almond bomb. Like, I assume it's just a, some bitch that eats very little. I don't know. Yeah, Is that it's rude? like, Sorry. you know, um, <laughs> it's become a phrase or whatever. And actually, I'm pretty sure it started with Housewives because there's that scene of Yolanda where Gigi calls her from modeling and she says she feels faint. And Yolanda tells her to, like, suck on two almonds to, like, oh feel full. Oh, my um, So that's my interpretation of where the term came from. But it really, an almond mom is, like, the mom who's like, I, I had one Clementine and I'm full. Or like, you know, like a mom yeah. with a very clear eating disorder or issue. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I want to know, what's your go-to drunk food? Ooh, I mean, if I pretty you're a drunk much... eater, because some people are not. Oh, yeah, I am. I, <laughs> um, basically, I would say, like, just melting cheese on anything. It usually will involve cheese. Like, I'll make very drunken nachos. I'll... Um, maybe a drunken pizza, uh, but usually it's like I'll put anything on top of chips and then put cheese on it, and then I'm like, it's nachos. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, a classic pizza, mozzarella, yeah, cheese yeah. and carbs is all I want. But also, though, some people like have like my sister has to eat when she drinks. Like, oh um, yeah, we, but like sometimes I cross the threshold where like I start to feel sick, mm-hmm. so I can't eat. But like on that, like we went to Europe together when I was like 22 and we bought all these like snacks in London and then we were in Spain and I literally like we're in our hostel and I like wake up to her like eating the snacks like next to my head and like, like she can't go to bed without, without (laughs) eating when she's drunk. But like, I'll often feel more sick before it, like it's like very bored. Once I cross that threshold, it's like, I don't. Food is unappealing. Ramen is definitely on that list, too. Late night ramen. I feel like the phrase, I could always eat, is very much just, like, a motto with me. Like, even if my stomach... I mean, I agree with that as well. I always have stomach pain. Like, my life is constant stomach pain. But, like, if you were to be like, here's some smoked salmon and cream cheese, I'd be like, I could eat. <laughs> like, you I'll and I, one of the first things we bonded over was our shared IBS. So, yes, it's very true. <laughs> well, it we rolls like... in different forms. Um, <laughs> we've always been very, I don't think we talk about it much on here, but you and I have always been very open up our yeah. stomach issues and, um, yeah, our it's... our take on that. That's true. Yeah, I definitely could, could always eat. That's like when people are like, oh, I forgot to eat lunch like I've never forgotten to be alone. <laughs> see I've I will say I, meal in my I life. forget to eat quite often because I am somebody who prioritizes getting things done which no. like I am somebody who I'm like I'll put on my to-do list eat lunch because <laughs> no I wake I'll up forget. and all of my meals I know in my head I constantly am like yelling at Derek because he goes like way too long during the work day without like taking a break I'm like you have to eat like <laughs> I don't, That's I've never, life. I really don't think I've ever forgotten a meal. No. I, and it's always my first two when there's definitely. plans. It's like, what's the food situation? Like, I will ask the food not. situation. That is definitely, like, I'm very much always like, what food is around me that I can actually eat? Because I have a lot of food sensitivities. Yeah, you have that problem. Mine is just like, oh, we're going on a road trip. Okay, what is our plan for lunch? Like, mm-hmm. and I'll, I know the friends in, like, our group who, like, will show up and, like, 
not have thought about food or eating and I'm like I would never do that in my life like what a luxury it's it's, it's pretty planned (laughs) well at least none of the food knock on wood has broken our veneers off to the point where we need to put them in a bag and show them to show why we are having such a bad day after having martinis the night before and the whole thing was weird and Sonia was very much like I don't want to see that (laughs) like she's like trying to glue them back together I'm like why didn't you do this at home like yeah she decides to do it on the street on their way in to see a fashion designer and it like Sonia's just like I'm hungry we said we were gonna go like meet this designer that I've always wanted to meet but I really just want lunch and I came all the way down for lunch and Cindy tells us I can't do lunch, but at least I showed up for this. But I'm not going to tell her until we get dresses, which I was just like, the horror, Cindy. And see, I am Sonia is a woman who does not miss a meal, and you know that. And she I appreciate that about her. And the way that she is sitting there stewing about, okay, when are we leaving for lunch? Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, she tells, Sonia does tell us that this designer is one of her favorites. She wears her all the time, but she's just like, but I'm starving. <laughs> like, yeah, Vivian, I really Vivian just want to go to Cipriani. I do kind of know that name. Vivian Tam. familiar. Yeah. yeah. Um, their whole interaction, you can just tell that, like, these are two people who, like, the vibes are not there. Like, nope. they're not yeah. listening to each other. They're both talking over each other. Um, so, Sony starts to tell Cindy uh, that she is inviting Ramon and Kelly over to teach them how to cook in a toaster oven. And Cindy is like, absolutely not can you bring kelly and ramona together because kelly's going to bring her children and kelly's prior priority is her children and she'll feel really uncomfortable where cindy is not wrong with this cindy will feel uncomfortable i mean uh kelly will be uncomfortable with ramona but sonia says right away like listen i've known ramona for 20 years i've known kelly for 10 around the city like i'm just trying to get them together i'm a peacemaker it'll be fine and Cindy's just not having it. She's known everybody for 10 seconds, but knows everybody better, which she could be right, but it was just really awkward and neither was seeing eye to eye in the conversation. Yeah. I mean, do I think there's, I think Ramona is a lot of things, but do I think she would fight with Kelly in front of Kelly's children? I don't think so. It would, they're young. So no, I don't really think so. I, I don't think I it mean, would be what... She said shitty things about Lou in front of her kids, but I don't think she goes full Ramona. Like, at any given moment, Ramona could say something horrifically offensive. Yes. Children, no children, dogs, cats, anyone could be around. She'll go off. But, like, I don't think she'd do, like, the screaming Kodak party Ramona in front of kids. Yes. Yes. So... Um Yeah, that's kind of where they leave it. And then Cindy starts going on about this party she's having out in Cobb. Did you notice the way she said farm by any chance? No. She said horse fam. And I was like, are you from Massachusetts? (laughs) Like she she said it a few times like fam. And I just, it made me laugh. (laughs) I don't know her origin. I don't, I don't know if we, do we know where she's originally from? I'm not sure, to be honest. I'm not sure either, but it was giving me some, some mass vibes. But I guess she's having this party and you know me, I'm a logistics person. Mm -hmm. So the party is out east on Long Island in the town of Quag. And Sonia says, I will not go to Quag from Southampton. Tell us the distance. (laughs) <laughs> it's about 15 miles away. But 
Southampton to Quag. However, it is a one lane road yep. that will take you from Southampton to Quag. And you already had to probably drive, or if Sonya took it, the Jitney, which is the bus that takes you out there, which we know that she loves to do. Yeah. It's a two to three hour drive. Yep. So she would have already, I I understand a little bit. You're like, I just got to the town, to the place I want to be in, and now you want me to drive 30 minutes plus yeah. to a whole other location. When She's probably only out there, what, two nights? She also is like, I just came from uptown to Tribeca for you. And Cindy <laughs> yeah, is acting like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But I will say, as someone who lived in New York for 20 years, I, like, when you're in the city, there are just certain parts that you're just like, this is so far. I don't want to do this. I might as well just stay home. <laughs> like Yes. like You and I both living in Astoria, I want to know, because I feel like we would say the same place. In, in Manhattan, on the island of Manhattan, what neighborhood would you never want to go to? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Like, probably World Trade Center area, not even, like, because of the 2001 of it all. It's just so far south. Uh, that would be the Upper West Side. Upper West Side. I, Impossible I had... to get there from Queens. Impossible. So what I would do is take it the train to 57th walk through central park and then take the one up it's much nicer like of course, you walk around alongside it or raining like oh yeah no it sucks I'll, balls. I'll go to west fourth street if i'm sitting on one train for a while oh, west fourth like, is a easy you know one. or yeah. the lower east side upper east side but if anyone said west upper west side sorry i'm out see I'm i worked going. around the world trade center in like probably 2000 16, 17, and that train ride was just long. It was one train, but it was long. Also, I would say the Bronx is also, like, deceivingly very close to Queens, but somehow an hour away. And, and of course, our number one. I would never go to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just went from Astoria to Park Slope, so that's Queens to Brooklyn, and it was 3.30 in the afternoon, and it took me the same amount of time that it takes me to get from New York to Philadelphia. Um, yeah, no, the Brooklyn so... to Queens, there is, for non-New Yorkers, and we are peasants, so obviously we took the subway. The subway from Queens goes through all of Manhattan and then goes into Brooklyn. But I'm not even talking the subway. I'm talking driving, too. Well, driving, you're in the lunatic. Who would ever drive? Yo, know, I mean, New York, I, I know that, like, everyone talks about different places being crazy with drivers, but, like, I legit was in Brooklyn, and I didn't even realize it. This car just stopped. It, like, just stopped, and someone got out the passenger side. He just abandoned his car after the BQ, like, right in the middle of the BQ. Not in the BQ, it was, like, right after when you get into, like, downtown Brooklyn. It was, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. I was just, like, you just decided to give up driving, and you didn't even go out of your driver's, like, exit. You were just, like, nope, I'm just going to disappear like a, like a, you know, thief in the night. <laughs> No, the uh, uh, yeah, that's where they're nuts there, but yeah, the the so I understand her. I came downtown. I mean, it's a little different because it was within the same island and but she, whatever. But you know, she doesn't take the subway, so it probably was. It probably did take forever. And it, she's like, I had to tr tell my driver to get down here. Like, she was like, just so I could relax. Like, I used my driver. Like, I'm sure that means that she didn't just hop in a cab. She didn't just get an uber because that wasn't really a thing then she literally no, probably booked a driver 
maybe her husband's her ex-husband's or something but she booked a driver to get down there and, and so she canceled lunch on her so i wonder if she ever got her lunch um yeah and she's just like sonia can't believe that she's doing it just because of her tooth so sonia says i have a girlfriend who has no teeth she still got she'll she still takes a steak i can't even the way she says she still takes a steak it was just so great and like cindy on the other hand is just like how hungry is this bitch that she needs to go to cipriani and doesn't care about my teeth and i'm just like meet sonia morgan like yeah or i don't know tell her before she gets there like the new plan yeah that's the thing like I really sat with that, the whole dilemma, and I was just like, you should have just told her I broke my tooth and I can't make it. Or just yeah, say, like, I can only do the dress fitting, because the thing is, is, like, it does take time to get down there. And there's that whole principle of, like, what the time it takes you to get to some place, you should at least spend double at the other the place that you go mm-hmm. to. And she probably spent maybe, like, a half hour in that store, and she probably spent about an hour getting down there. Like. Yeah, that's very, very possible. Uh, so then we are going out to the Hamptons. We're basically we spend like the rest of the the episode is out yeah. in the Hamptons. Columbus Day weekend, hot weekend on the Hamptons. I did not realize that everyone yeah, was down a three there. Three day weekend, I guess. Yeah. If you want a house out there, it makes sense. Or I don't know. Yeah, uh, but um, we go to so Lou still has the Hamptons house, the one that she had with her ex there, and that is. I didn't realize that it's still where her primary residence was. So then I'm thinking, I'm mm-hmm. like, what was that? You and I called it that BS apartment shopping. Yeah. From last season where we're well, like, she was trying not. to get a pied de terre, like a, like a city apartment for just the, the times in there when she's in there. But I think she probably stays with Jacques now when she's in yeah. the city. And so it was confusing. So her daughter has her friends out there and she says she goes to school out there. And I'm Which, like, wasn't she in boarding school? Right. And also, does that mean that Lou put her in public school in the Hamptons? I'm very curious to that because like, I don't think it's a great public school. Oh, like who are her friends? Like no one, especially now there are more people, honestly, since COVID and whatnot, the people might be out there more full time, whatever. But at this time, absolutely not. No one in Lou's circle was living out there and sending their kids to school out there on time. So that was very she, confusing. She like, had to have been going to some private school. Now, I'm not saying there's anything like absolute, like it's probably still a good school by many standards. But the thing is, is that, like, she went to this boarding school, this fucking huge, prestigious boarding school. Yeah, and her, are both public school kids. It's yeah, not about that. It's, it's the, the, the prestige that world. her father was wanting for her for boarding school and for schooling in general. And it just feels very surprising that I'm like, you're going to some school out on Long Island now. And there are some very good private schools on Long Island as well. But it's just from going to a prestigious... <laughs> boarding school to some place in Suffolk that like I just it just boggles my mind that I'm kind of like is this once again because she's the daughter but then Noelle is going to school out there too I'm just I I, I had so many questions and I'm glad that you were also like wait what <laughs> yes very confused didn't google it because it's about the kids so I wasn't gonna get you know yeah I felt weird being like I don't want to stalk Victoria's school history (laughs) yeah but then we learn that she leaves the kids during the week to go see Jacques see her friends shop and she leaves them with a mother's helper Mm -hmm. and yes uh her daughter is 16 Noelle is what 
13. Yeah. So, yes. Are they babies? No. But I... I can tell you, I would... I would love that if I was their age, because I would be getting away with murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I'm just like, you go back and forth to the city every week, midweek. Does Alex have zero custody and the kids are with you 24-7? Like, you mm -hmm. can't wait to see your boyfriend and go shopping in New York City till they're with your husband or ex-husband. Like, I'm very confused on the custody yeah. of this all. Um, is Alex living abroad? My guess is he's living abroad and they just go visit him at like chunks of a time. Like they get like I know. two weeks at random holidays is what it sounded like previously. But it's just it, it, it he's was been uninvolved. <laughs> but we do see Jacques involved with the dog, which is adorable. Jacques this comes is my in... favorite moment of the entire episode. Also, did you think the dog looked like my dog? Do you think yes, it, like a, a it does look Remy? a little bit like Remy. <laughs> oh my god, it was so cute. I thought Jacques was so cute speaking French to the dog too. Like I just love Jacques so much and I really can't believe they didn't end up together because he is just like He's I don't remember he's funny. Does anything bad yeah. happen with him where I'm like putting him on this pedestal to be taken no, down because he's I like think... this ray of sunlight and he's just like such a joyful presence yeah. and i just enjoy him he just seems really sweet and he like i honestly i agree it was one of the highlights of the episode i would i would recommend just going and watching him play with the dog because it's just cute it's yeah, just what was really it, was the dog named sophia or sarah i don't know but he Something was just like holding that, the dog by the paws and like talking to the dog's face and they were just it was super cute yeah he seems very into the kids like they yeah. seem to like him yeah, it just seemed like a comfortable afternoon petit déjeuner. <laughs> yes, petit déjeuner. Oh, he's just so cute. Oh, it makes me sad. And that's lunch um, for all you English speakers. <laughs> um, so then well, we then go... we go over to Ke yeah to Kelly. Mm -hmm. And she loves right. following the Hamptons because it's kid dogs and horses. It's everything she loves. But you know what? That's pretty spot on for a lot yeah. of things I love. <laughs> Um, she... Did they go to Wolfer Estate? Have you been to Wolfer Estate? I was like, I went to Wolfer Estate before their rosé got famous. Like, literally the summer that rosé got famous, I was there, and I... I've been there a few times, because we oh, did a few wine tours. So good. Before. I didn't know that there was, like... I, I mean, it makes sense that there's a horse part of it, because the wine bottle has horses on it, but I really just got, go there for the wine, and there's this, like lovely rosé that they have one's just like a regular rosé and then the other one's summer in a bottle that's like a very fun lively bottle to bring to parties mm -hmm. and um the summer that it got famous like it was a long island wines are not really well known and i'm gonna wine snob out for a second and just say they're not good they're not great it's not the right temperature it's not the right like soil for a lot a lot of wines like some of the sweet wines a dessert wine like that's decent but this rosé just blew up it was so good this one harvest and luckily for several harvests after it's still pretty much consistently good but it um it got so popular that there was a run on it in new york city and like people were going to like jersey to try and get it because there was just like so many so such a high demand and like really? stores it was like this summer or the summer after it was probably in like the late aughts, early tens, I would say, that it occurred. And, like, I remember walking by wine stores being like, we have Wolfer Rosé in, finally. And then, like, 
you go in and they'd be like, no, we just sold out. Like, it just became like... <laughs> I mean, the bottle like... definitely sold it as well. I would say the other one that's super popular, I don't even know what winery it comes from, if it is out there, the Hampton Water Rosé. Oh. Hmm. It's always on Summer House, but I don't know who... I don't even really like rosé, actually. So interesting. I say I'm an officiant. But the thing with the Long Island wineries, they're super fun to like go out there, go see a bunch, you take a limo, yeah. did it for birthdays. The wine is I'm not a wine snob and I will literally drink anything, but the wine is like so not good. No. It's always so overpriced. <laughs> Extremely overpriced. But I will say when I went to Wolfer that summer I actually was lucky because I came home with with six bottles because I was like this is great and I really wasn't even into rosé then but I was just like this rosé is phenomenal and so um I brought six bottles home and I like hoarded them because when I came back everyone was like (laughs) everyone loves them and I was like I would like show up to parties with them and everyone would be like oh my god you got one exclusive Um, but on Tony and Kelly's little date, they go horseback riding. Yes. They don't drink wine. You know me, horse girl. Yeah, I was very interested on your thoughts in this, uh, this little horse ride. Kelly was 100% correct, and it's probably the only time I'm ever going to say it. Sonia <laughs> was a hot-ass mess on this horse. She had no idea what she was doing. It was very clear from her leg placement, her heel placement, the way she was holding the reins. She was not squeezing with her thighs. The whole thing, I was seeing mm-hmm. everything Kelly was seeing. And I mean, I haven't rode in 15 years, but mm-hmm. like those are the simple basics that I don't care how long it's been since you've rode, you remember those things. She mm-hmm. was not trying to, um, and she was trotting. She, I, just everything was wrong. Well, they continually tell her to like tighten the reins and like hold the reins differently and like. Sonia just doesn't listen, and it's interesting because she keeps saying, like, Kelly's so worried, Kelly's so worried, but there's a horse trainer there, and this horse trainer has panic in her voice when she's talking to Sonia, telling her the instructions on how to ride this horse, and ultimately, she falls off. Sonia falls off because she just let the horse go a little wild. So the main thing that Sonia was doing, correct, so you're on a horse and it's trotting, which is the sick. If we're going speeds, it's the second speed from a walk. You're supposed to do this thing called posting, where you are moving with the motion of the horse of going up and down. So it's not this like bumpy ride. And that's like Mm -hmm. a very basic, and you can accidentally be posting to the wrong rhythm. And that can be a complicated thing to figure out, but whatever. For someone who I just, like, she wasn't even attempting that. So Mm -hmm. if you're not doing that, you're going to be like driving down, you know, a Philadelphia street with like a thousand potholes is what it's going to feel like. And yes, that's why Sonia <laughs> fell off the horse. Like oh. it was just so obvious. I, Kelly was Kelly was like Kelly's a lot of things, but she is an excellent horseback rider. And Sonia was a hot damn mess. Yeah, it was apparent when she falls off, <laughs> and so yeah, then they... which can be very scary. And then yeah. also Sonia claiming, "Oh, I've fallen off horses many, many times." I'm like, that's not a thing to brag about. In the mm-hmm. like twelve or thirteen years I rode, I think I probably. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Maybe like 10 to 15 times in that time span, but I would not call that like probably like once a year. Like mm-hmm. you don't, you don't want to fall off. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't seem like the objective in that sport. Uh, no. <laughs> they sit down and they talk about how they're going to go to a cocktail party and that I think she does mention that they're going to see Ramona and, yes. Kelly, and Kelly's just like, I just don't have anything to talk to her about. Yeah, she does. Again, she kind of makes one good point of just being like, well, you've known each other now for three years. It's just not going to happen. Which I agree. And I I, I agree, but you're on a TV show with someone, so you have to keep trying. Yeah. I mean, I think she could just say it is what it is, but she's still like, Ramona makes me so concerned. And I'm like, all right. Um, But then we see Lou and Sonia at Lou's house because Lou's having the ladies over for the beginning of the Columbus weekend to have like a nice little cocktail party, just like a welcome and she tells us that Jill is still in Australia. Jill didn't even cross my mind until her name was said there. It was just, like, something had to have happened. We said this last week, too. Like, there must have been some sort of scuffle with the production for her to f- leave for this long. I know. Like, how did she not get demoted to a friend of? It Was it, was it because that wasn't really a thing then? Like, I just feel like you, you didn't show up for two weeks of work. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's weird. So then Sonia says she's staying with Lou because her house is rented out. And I'm like, Sonia has a house in the Hamptons or had a house in the Hamptons? I have no memory of that. See, and I think in the Bravo Docket episode, they said that she didn't really have as much estate as, like, she ended up having to sell a lot of it. So or maybe she meant the house that she normally stays at is rented out for the weekend. Perhaps. Not necessarily, you know, semantics yeah. of words. And they started talking about this whole quag thing again. And then it came to me. Didn't Lou buy a house in Quag? Where did Lou, when she sold her house and then she bought the weird house upstate and then she ended up buying again on... I thought she bought it in Copag, which is different than Quag. Copag? Copag, yeah. No, she... No, 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 no. That's... No, that's a sketchy... Not nice. That's not (laughs) like... No. Um, Now I need to look this up. Well... While you look that up, I can talk about how Cindy arrives and she's upset that everyone's bad mouthing Quag. And um, I don't know if I said this earlier, but Cindy's just like a horrible Sag Harbor. Sag Harbor. Oh, okay. She's in Sag Harbor, which I don't think is that. I think it's just like a few towns over. I don't really know. Um, but Cindy's a horrible step storyteller, is what I wanted to say. Like, yes, she keeps getting mad that everyone's interrupting her. But she doesn't tell stories in a linear fashion to make someone want to continue listening. Like, she kind of, and I don't know if it's frazzled because the cameras or what it is, but, like, her storytelling is very disjointed. So it's easy to jump in, especially in this group of women, and just change it and take it over because she's not driving in a straight line for lack of a better metaphor it's just yeah, like these these women do not have attention spans and no. they're all i love it though because they're giving like classic new york of just like talking over each other mm-hmm. and not paying attention to each other and the chaos of that that 
continues throughout many, many seasons. Um, they are doing that. But yeah, Cindy is just like, Cause they, they're talking about they're talking about Kohog, and she's and like, quag. I mean, how many times are you just freaking quag? It's this episode. <laughs> I know. Every time you hear us say it, drink. Um, but <laughs> not drive. Um, Cindy mentions that Madonna goes horseback riding at this place, and she's like, Madonna can do this, and you can't. And, like, she's trying to get that point across, but Sonia's just like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Cindy's like, I was trying to tell you a joke, but you can't even listen to my joke. And I was like... like joke 101 like if you have to explain that you were joking you failed (laughs) like it's just not working so kelly shows up (laughs) and um i guess kelly did a necklace line with the brand candies she's wearing a necklace she's very ugly she was a jewelry designer before I know, but I just wonder how Lou feels about that because I wonder had Lou come out with her like statement necklace brand yet? No, I don't think so yet. No, okay, I wasn't sure. And then Ramona shows up, and she is coming in classic Ramona hot. You forget that Alex also shows up. Oh yes, and Alex too. Like this is her first time they're all together, basically. Yeah, Lou's. And Alex is wearing a fur vest, and Lou wore a fur vest last um, episode, which made me think, I guess this is when we were all into fur vests, but they don't it look great. It definitely 100% <laughs> was when we were into fur vests. It yeah. was the exact timeline, because I remember they were still pretty popular when I started my, like, first corporate job, and, I, like, mm-hmm. we would wear leggings and, like, the fur vest. Was, yeah. Like, it was very much that. And uh, Kelly shows up with a t-shirt. Uh, which I think you forgot to mention that has Native Americans printed on them. It's like a graphic with a male and female represented like characters on it. And like Kelly's just like, I thought this was representative of you and it was more casual because you're always so dressed up. And Lou's like in like Talbot's original casual wear and she's like, I am casual. Um, but she thinks her. <laughs> so true. Like she was just wearing it's a like, black. It's very like shirt. It's a fancy though, like type of casual. And mm-hmm. so uh, Kelly gives her the shirt, and she's like, "Thank you so much for remembering my heritage." And then she does like that offensive, like Native American cry, and I was just like. God, this is so uncomfortable. And then uh, it gets... Probably why I didn't take a note on it, because the whole thing made me so uncomfortable. But then you're like, oh, could it get worse? And Cindy tells us uh, it can, because Ramona arrives with a whole new level of rudeness. He just sometimes comes in, and it's just like, what happened to you in life to make you this way? Like, it is just... She's just on edge always, and she just wants yeah. a Pinot Grigio. She just needs it immediately. Yeah, so she's like immediately demanding a Pinot Grigio, and then she starts in on Luann about <laughs> is she ever there for her kids? And she literally is like, well, your kids are, you don't see them during the week, and then I'm sure your kids aren't around on the weekends because they're 16, so do you even see them, or are you just like a weekend mom? And Lou is so pissed and she's just like, all I know is Ramona's out every night. She tries to make a dig at me, and I find it very low class. 
And I just yeah. love that she said, all's I know. <laughs> I was like, Lou is like, because she starts out very much like, oh, it's so rude that she comes in here, but all's I know. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, there's the Connecticut Lou coming through. <laughs> I also find, and this happens a lot with Luann and Ramona, when Ramona says these things to Lou in the moment, Lou doesn't always react in the moment, and then she'll mm-hmm. hold it in her pocket until later and then fight with her later about it. And then she'll be like, I can't believe Ramona didn't apologize for this, but I'm like, you didn't even tell her you yeah. were mad about this in the moment. So then Ramona doesn't even think she did anything Well, because bad. Lou immediately la- laughs it off, so you don't know that it's hurt her feelings. That's what I'm saying. Like, she didn't say anything about, like, Ramona, that's actually not the case. But I will, uh, not a Ramona defense by any means, but, like, mm-hmm. Avery's, what, like, 15? But she's at least, like, in the home with Avery. Like, okay, yeah. who cares if she goes out at night? I'm sure she's still there after school and, you know, all of, like, it's different. It's not, I'm literally going three hours away to go stay with my boyfriend in New York City. Yeah. Which is what Luann is doing. So it's a, not the same scenario of ramona being out they're still like in the same household she's not leaving them with a mother's helper to to do stuff which again there's nothing wrong with getting help and we don't know the custody situation so whatever but it is yeah i mean everyone made points (laughs) yeah points were made i do see both sides and i think probably the reason she didn't maybe fight back lou is because ramona was not wrong in what she was saying like it's true. Um, and then we see Cindy tell Kelly, okay, don't freak out. Don't tell anybody no, no, no. I tell what, you. I have to preface this first one. It's Cindy, Alex, and Kelly all talking together. The second Alex is like, I have to get up. I don't know. She was going to the bathroom to get a drink. Cindy, again, this is like the pre-calculated. Cindy's like immediately waits for Alex to get up and like swoops in right next to oh. Kelly to be like, I have to tell you something. And I was just yeah. like, this is so unnatural. No one... But she also when, comes in so hot. That's the thing that so makes hot. it so unnatural. She's like, I've been given directions to tell you to do this. And, like, she's just like, listen, like, I know that you've been invited to this party. Don't bring your children. Don't freak out, but don't bring your children. And Kelly's like, well, now I'm freaking out. You're telling me I have to keep this a secret, but I can't tell your children. I can't bring my children. Why wouldn't I be able to bring my children? And why is it safe for me, but not my children? Which, a reasonable question. <laughs> like she's not wrong no, very <laughs> like this is very disarming and cindy could have delivered like for someone who came in so prepared i feel like cindy could have prepared a better way of delivering this yeah um, to say uh i have to tell you something it's super crazy don't bring your kids to ramona's uh to sonia's but i can't tell you why who yeah. is just gonna be like okay yeah sure and like take Great. that and not have like a thousand I'll just more get questions a baby, babysitter and go into a lion's den i don't know so, um, Cindy does tell her that it's because Ramona's going to be there. And Kelly tells us that, like, she's not so much as worried about Ramona. She is Pinot Noir, oh, Pinot Grigio Ramona, rather. You just uh, made me think of uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I know. That's what I just think Pinot Noir. By the way, I had to look it up because it was still bothering me. I looked up Victoria. She <laughs> went to, it's called the Ross School, a private school in East Hampton, New York. Hmm. Never heard of it. Had no idea it was there. But that was after the boarding. So she did go to a boarding school, Miss Porter School, private school in Connecticut, and then the Ross School. So I guess she didn't like the the boarding school. But it's a very small school out there. Hmm. I think. Oh, my God. It's so much money. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Okay, so maybe that's why the count didn't mind. It's seventy six thousand dollars a year. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh my Wow. The Ross School hosts annual fundraisers events in June, which has featured Aretha Franklin, the Jonas Brothers, Martha Stewart, Cindy Lauper, Seth Myers. Jesus Christ. Well, Scott Disick went to the school. Well, then it's got to be a good school. <laughs> and some other people. Someone, uh, uh, I don't know who any of the other people are, but Scott and Victoria, they would not have been there at the same time. But I cannot believe the cost of. Oh, the board. So I'm so sorry. The boarding school is seventy six thousand dollars. It's forty four if you don't board there. Oh, okay. Just forty. What a steal. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. I had to look it up because I was like, "There's no way you said that in a public good, school." This is good Cause, info. Because the thing with the Hamptons is like the people who live there year round are like fishermen and. I mean, there's other people, yeah. yeah and I'm sure Lou's not it's... the only divorcee who's living out there. No, no, no. But it's just not the level. No, it's not It's not the boarding the, school the... level that she was going to. Yes, and so now we about, know. <laughs> like sending her to Paris for, you know, summer school. Um, but Lou invites them to um, a dog walk rescue charity event thing that's a mile-long walk. Sonia's like, I want a driver. This is too much. Um, we find out that Coco is willful and independent, like Ramona. That's her dog, Coco. I thought that was really cute. Um, but then we have um, Ramona and Lou talking about Cindy's party. And um, I actually thought this was one of the moments where Ramona's very um, emotional, but pretty clear about, like, you know, we've talked about the kind of how this fight between Cindy's brother and Ramona is a little weird and it's a little like you know I'm mad because my friend died and his wife is now dating Cindy's brother and he's rubbing it in my face that he's smoking his cigars but Ramona gives us like a re explanation basically it's like it's like if my husband died and his new wife or like what is she we got a divorce and his new wife's wearing my jewelry like it was the most it, it made the story make sense yes and it made us understand which is not always clear in a lot of fights in housewives or in any reality show sometimes we're like what are they fighting about i don't even know this was very clear this is exactly what happened and this is why i was upset and it was really just like he didn't have to tell ramona that he was smoking her dead friend's cigars exactly what it really that came basically down to. is what it boils down to and and, like, Ramona's like, I want to, like, talk to him and tell my man. Like, I want to be, like, I want to confront him. And, like, so Lou is just like, hey, you know, why don't you just tell him how you feel? You don't have to be mad about it. You just can explain that that's why you were hurt. And so that way you kind of, like, clear the air. Because Lou says that, like, Ramona gets things out and then she forgets about them. Just like how she insulted me last night and she's forgotten about it. <laughs> Which I also thought was funny. I mean, yes, we've said it wasn't obvious that it, she was insulted, but I thought it was great that she was just like, see, Ramona does this all the time where she says shit and then just forgets. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, and then we get Kelly and Sonia walking on the beach. And Kelly does exactly what Cindy says to not do, which is tell Sonia mm -hmm. that Cindy has informed her of her toaster oven party plan to unite them. Yep. And, you know, Sonia's like, I'm well known for breaking the ice. Come on. It's going to be good. And, like, 
Callie just won't have it. And she's just like, I just want to enjoy life. I just want to have fun. Let's make sand angels. And she gets down on the sand. And Sonia is like, what are you avoiding? This is so crazy that you are just running off and making sand angels and not talking about the problem at hand. Dude, also, who gets in the sand in their clothes and makes a sand angel when it's not you at the beach in your bathing suit? Like, I thought that was so weird. I would never do that. I don't like sand to begin with, so I... Who likes sand? You know that shit's going to be on her. In her yeah. hair, it was oh. so weird. I was like, why are you getting on the... It made like, my head itchy the sand. just thinking about it. I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, good. I thought it was just me that I was like, sand angels? That's not a thing. I've never heard of it, but I could like... I could see it being like something fun and silly to do, but it was not the right time. It was not a fun and silly moment. Uh -oh. you know, if I'm in a bathing suit and then I can go in the water and get the sand off me, but now it's all over her clothes. And her hair. <laughs> and her hair. Um. So then we see a quick scene in between commercials where we learn that Noelle is starting a skateboard design company Uh with a local shop and that was basically it you're nicer than me because i didn't even write it down because i was like who cares <laughs> <laughs> uh and then we go to cindy's party and uh we find in out quag this... we're finally in quag we're at quag horse farm or horse fam <laughs> and uh i'm telling you she kept saying fam and i was just like what's happening i mean i work in Delco, so I like I feel like I've gotten really used to crazy ass <laughs> accents. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, so uh Cindy has this party and we find out that it's her birthday party and she's never had a birthday party before in her life. Yeah, I don't believe that. Also right? she has never ridden a horse and she's no idea what she's doing and she's making weird noises on this horse. None of this makes sense to me. I'm sorry, you're very, very close with your family. And, like, unless she's a Jehovah's Witness, I don't understand why she's never been, had a birthday party at all. Yeah, like, I don't, what does she classify as a birthday party? Yeah. Like, you mean, like, you've never even, like, you're not counting going out to dinner with friends mm -hmm. or something like that? You know, like, what, I just don't buy it. So, um, Ramona and Alex show up and immediately... Ramona's freaking out because there's no Pinot Grigio. Ramona asked ahead of time if there was Pinot Grigio. She She's keeps like, saying her Pinot Grigio, mm -hmm. which makes me wonder, was it supposed to be Ramona-branded Pinot Grigio there? Not any Pinot. Yes. But was it supposed to be hers? Because she said, do you have my Pinot Grigio? Mm -hmm. Which I might have been why she was extra yeah. elevated because she probably wanted, you know, beyond display we also forgot that in the argument at Lou's house like where they're talking about quag like um they all like are like we never they didn't get the invite they're like oh C like cindy's like you didn't read the invite that it's going to be at a horse farm you didn't get the invite that like there's going to be horses that you can bring your kids but it's not a kid's party like and like she's like did they not read it and like they're like no we never got it we never got it oh my assistant would have got it and Lou's literally like i don't even know if our internet works yeah, the it whole was thing like was, such a lot. I lie. just don't think any of them like Cindy, and they're just like trying, but I don't think any of them really care for her. No. Um, so <laughs> the first Ravona wants to try to talk to Kelly, and Kelly's just like, no, not here. Mm -hmm. But then Ramona's like, okay, Kelly, well, like, 
engage with me. Now I'm going to go try to talk to Cindy's brother. This was so unbelievably uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is relentless just saying, like, I just want to talk to you privately. And her brother is like, no, I'm literally sitting here with my 85-year-old dad. Like, I don't want to talk to you. And she refuses to take no for an answer. And it, it made me so uncomfortable watching the way she was acting. I kind of get why she's acting the way that she's acting because I feel like she's done that thing where you, like, decide that you're going to do something that makes you uncomfortable and you, like, do it. And then it's like, wait, now I can't do it, but I've already amped myself up to do it, so I better just do it because I can't take it back now, which does not mean that any of that is right because if someone says no, you have to respect them. But um, Cindy takes Ramona off to the side and Ramona ends up telling her how she feels and it's actually like quite clear how she feels and she's pretty like she's not screaming she's just very upset she's talking a little loud she's talking a little loud but we've seen Ramona scream we've seen Ramona yell she's talking loudly but she's just like I'm so upset I'm this is why and Cindy just could not care less she's like it's my birthday it's my family please stop and Ramona tells Cindy that uh, all of this, and Cindy's just like, just go to lunch. This is I not feel what like you're deciding more on Ramona on this, and I'm kind of more on Cindy's side on this. Like, I understand where Cindy's coming from. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'm just saying, seeing how we've seen Ramona, I do think that she's wrong. It's not as wrong as she normally is. You know, like I feel like I'm like Ramona could be doing way worse. I think that she should have calmed down and she should have stepped away. And I almost wish that Lou stepped in or some one of some one of her friends was like, "Hey, calm down." But Cindy was just very, I feel like just like dismissive that she was trying to tell her how she felt. And that's where I was kind of like, "You could have listened to her for 5 seconds, but she was very much like, "It's my birthday. It's my birthday." And I was like, two minutes ago, you were telling us you don't care about it. it's your birthday. You don't even want this to be a birthday. You never had a birthday. And now it's like, how could you dare do this to me on my birthday? And that's where I'm kind of like, you got to pick a side, Cindy. See, I was thinking more from like, my brother and my family are not a part of the show. I'm a part of the show. So Fair. don't Fair. fight with them here in front of my parents. Like, that's but Cindy the makes her brother a very much part of the show. She talks yeah, about her brother you know when they say, all the time. It's the same way they'll be like, oh, my kids aren't a part of the show, but they're doing interviews. But they're like, they're my kids. And, you know, like, I feel like from their perspective, they're like, they're byproducts of it. I'm the one who signed up for it. But to me, honestly, the most shocking thing at the end of their discussion, and that happened right at the end of the episode, is when Cindy says, who brought dip to my party? I don't like dip. <laughs> I missed and for that. that, it's unforgivable. <laughs> It was dip for vegetables, by the way. So what? You want them to just eat the dip raw? What? How would the you like to have my critic? The veggies raw. I'm, I'm like, you want me? I'm not dipping my carrot in something like that was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it was so strange. She's like, I don't like when people double dip at parties, and I'm like, that's just a byproduct of yeah. a party, Cindy. Someone probably did. I mean, we all try not to, but. Who doesn't like dip at a party that's lit? Like, I remember that one of the first parties I went to, like, when COVID was getting better, like, mm-hmm. one of the things I missed the most at parties was, like, party food. And dips are a part of that. Yeah. I so just, I'm judging her for that take. 
I think that my biggest takeaway from this episode is I don't think Cindy belongs here. No, and no, we're four episodes in, and it's very clear she she should not have ever been cast on the show, a part of the show. Yeah. I just wish there was something that she seemed like she wanted to bring. Like, that's where I'm Her business. Like, she wanted to get people into her salon. But, like... And book her services. But it's almost like she's mad that they want her on camera. Like, she just wants to talk about her business. And it's like, but you still have to, like, interact with these women and act like you care. And her way of caring is just bringing a complaint to all of them and waiting for them to care about her. Where I'm just like, you've given, you can't just, like, walk up to a stranger and be like, I've had a bad day. Like, people do that to me all the time because of my freaking friendly-ass face. But, like, I don't know you. You can't do that. That's not the law of society. You need to, like, have a rapport with somebody before they actually are interested in your thoughts and feels. And Cindy just doesn't seem to want to know anything about them and wants to tell her Mariah Carey-style storytelling, and she's not a diva. (laughs) It's weird. It's all weird. So I'm not not sure we will see where we go from here but this episode I enjoyed probably the most so far of this season yeah I agree I thought this was really fun there was a lot more group hangs there was a lot more interaction um yeah they were all in the Hamptons together not staying together but like they were in a centralized location so yeah we're we're headed in the right direction and I feel like Sonia's really in the mix again and like it's really like starting to happen where we're seeing more Sonia and we're seeing the kooky Sonia that I think is the best part of her Agree, agree. Well, till next time, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, DM us any thoughts on anything to do. Roni, Housewives, whatever. We love to read them. Absolutely. That's about it for now. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.